On today's episode of Open Box Policy, we have a friend of mine on the podcast. Her name is Elizabeth. Elizabeth is interesting. She looks like Betty. <laughs> she is. She looks like Betty Page. She's into all kinds of dark metal and dark arts. She's goth. A- goth. Yeah. She's actually going very to. Very interesting end- person. She's very I'd interesting. I loved her as a guest. Very. She's a great guest. Elizabeth is the co-founder of a new dark arts and dark music and just dark everything. Yeah, dark in general um night in Nashville called Demon Night. It's on May 25th. If you are interested in the dark arts or anything dark in general, we want you to look it up. Uh Elizabeth, we're going to shout her out on our Instagram. Uh, she is also the co-host of a podcast called The Three of Us Are Dying. Coincidentally, there's only two women on the podcast. So, you know, it's a bit of an oxymoron. With Elizabeth, we talk about lots and lots of movies. She's very into into movies. Horror Devin movies. asks her a lot of good questions about some of the movies that she's into. We talk about fluff country, whatever the hell that is. And then generally the conversation just goes all over the place. We were very yeah. pleased with it. All centered around the Demon Knights Festival that's having that's uh, occurring on May twenty fifth. Um, you know, horror movies, uh, different stuff like that, because she's super into horror and thrillers, stuff like that. Specifically. Um, oh yeah, we'll uh, drop some links on our socials. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter and YouTube at OBP underscore Raw. And if you feel like it, shoot us an email. I don't know about your favorite horror movie or what you even thought about Elizabeth. We loved her um, at obppodcast at gmail.com. I, I have the final destination fear when you get behind the logs on the road. Oh, oh my God. Yes. Ugh. Furniture. Yes. Somebody just hauling anything. Yeah. I was, I, I don't think you know this. I was, uh, I had a mattress, I had a mattress in a box spring in a pickup truck, and I was hauling ass down Mac Hatcher in uh, Franklin. And that fucking, I was watching it, and I just picked up like a sail and just came straight up out of the that fucking. That happened to me, yeah. to my mattress. And, it, <laughs> yeah. and, this, and the mattress, my ex-boyfriend it's, was like, we'll tie it down in my pickup truck. It's and the I was one like, right next to me. Uh, it, it, it was laying in the middle yeah. of Mac Hatcher. I was like, I don't think that's going to work. And he was like, it'll be fine. And so I was behind him, and he was in front of me, and we were driving on Briley, moving to my new apartment. This was like 2008. And all of a sudden, they see it start to pick up, and I was like, here we go, and it flies up, and then a semi oh hits it, and uh-huh. the semi drags it across three lanes, and then, get and the, so the semi guy gets out, he just rips the uh, mattress out of his wheel, and then just keeps going, hmm. and didn't even acknowledge us. Like, we had pulled over to be like, oh, shit, sorry. So now, when, like, Glenn wanted to move shit to our new house, I was like, don't, don't, please. He's ha- like, what? what? I'm, I interrupted you. Well, you made me a face like this. Well, because I, I was going to say something. Go ahead. That's my say something face. Okay. Yeah, say, I was say something. I was going to say. I, have I ever told you all the story about the guy, the uh, the guy that uh, I knew that was driving a semi truck, and he said the the semi truck started acting funny, and his the guy next to him was like, he looked out the window and he was like, "Yeah, we're dragging somebody." <laughs> and somebody. Somebody yeah. like a car, and he 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 said the the guy driving the semi truck was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And he 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 said. There's a Civic 
stuck like <sighs> under the back tires and you're dragging her down the interstate. Yeah, it's a scene, oh you know. God. And he's furious. He said the truck was so heavy, it was so full of furniture that when he when he hit the Civic, it only just kind of made the truck wiggle a little bit because it was only a couple extra thousand pounds basically, and it already had sixty thousand pounds of furniture in it. And he was just dragging <laughs> this lady cool. straight down the interstate. Glenn and his dad Jeez. were hauling. <laughs> it's fucking insane. When they uh, they owned a company, well, they still technically own it, Perfect. called Camping Scene, and they made these like little cabins. And when they were transporting two up to wisconsin they went under a bridge and it was too high and it took off the top of these like twenty thousand dollar cabins because the two of them couldn't didn't realize even though it says the height of the bridge and they should know what their truck is him and glenn dennis and glenn just have you ever seen that happen like in a drive-thru line like at mcdonald's yeah Oh, it's the worst. I it's know. Well, when someone like clips the top. Yeah, hits. when they just can't make that clearance and it says, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and there they are and they're U-Haul or whatever. And they're like, yeah. I really need this McDouble. <laughs> yeah. so it's worth it. And they Why don't get some through. fucking french fries right now? I've seen that in a, in a parking <laughs> yeah. garage. There was this uh, big ass dually truck and <laughs> it was like a solid two inches from hitting the top. But he had a CB radio antenna on top. So the oh. CB radio antenna was just dragging the rafters as he was driving through. Was <laughs> oh, no. I'm always afraid I'm going to hit the top of a parking garage in my car. One of my friends There's no reason a- for it. But that's <laughs> yeah, I went to my pool. I'm like, I'm a hundred tall. Like a car. It's like a Saturn. <laughs> I have a Kia. Yeah, so it's a Kia. <laughs> Yeah. I know, but I still, I'm like, oh, God. It's literally seven feet. You could put another Kia on top I of your know. Kia, and it still wouldn't drag the top. I but know. it's like, it's have you ever seen fear. anybody? I mean, every movie you've ever seen, every every TV show you've ever seen, when someone gets out of a helicopter, they always duck down like it's going to take their fucking head off. That's not true. It's like 12 <laughs> feet above them. You know what? Um, uh, uh, There's his kids. I don't know if I want to say their oh, last here we names. Go. I went to suck high their head off? Like, no, we- I went to high school with them, and their dad was very wealthy. Um, and he... I can find the probably news article that happened like back when I was in high school. He got his head chopped off when he was getting out of his chopper. It's impossible. Well, it's not, that chopper, it's, it's not, not impossible. It's not Have imp- you ever heard of the, the Twilight Zone story of the the The, the blades film also go down that, as it slows down. that segment that didn't make it? No. Yeah. yeah, John Landis should actually be in jail. Wait, what? You got to tell us the story. I thought that was... No, okay, tell, tell the story because I don't know the story. Tell the story. Yeah, he had some... Um, like extras on set and the, the safety regulations weren't adhered to and they got killed with the helicopter yeah. but, but wasn't that because like the helicopter like turned over no or you're something? thinking of something else it was yeah. an actual movie that that happened yeah in. but no what she's talking no, this about actually never happened aired. and people didn't adhere to the safety regulations really? of the film industry and like there's a lot of people that should have should still be in jail that really aren't because of that what are the safety regulations you, you get you get out of a helicopter you, you duck just, down you, you which fall you just down called everybody you just call people <laughs> who do that <laughs> stupid yeah that's what that's you a, do that's a good question what are the safety regulations for a helicopter like that? yeah that's when Don't trump gets out like obama and trump all of them when they get out, they're supposed to drop into the fetal position and just lay there. Well, then the helicopter takes away. Up. Huh? I guess you just don't stand up. Well, have you ever seen those guys? Like pre- when presidents get out of a helicopter, they're very like straight up. Like hell yeah, you know. Look, wish, there's my dog. Here's I my wish wife. Trump would stand up a little bit taller. He's a bit of a slovenly. I mean, for man. his head to be chopped off. That's what I meant. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. That's all. That, that's the kind of shit that could get the uh, Secret Service on us. I don't know why I pointed at her. Come <laughs> well, on, Secret Service. She's, all, yeah, she's, she's in all black. I'm, I'm, she's a I'm Secret a Service Trump member supporter over employed here. Employed into yeah, our uh, into our podcast. To <laughs> yeah, she's us. definitely not. 
<laughs> yeah. Wouldn't Adam's that be awesome? Adam's that, questionable. That's what's going to end up taking ta- taking open box policy to the next level. We're going to get raided by like the Secret Service. Oh, yeah. And then it'll be like. And they'll the, find all our helicopter plans yeah. that we have in here. Yeah, it'll be like on like like one of those TV shows, whoosh, you know, like on tonight's episode, and you know, it'll be like open box policy, you know, the hit podcast. Man, I hope it's Dateline. We'll, no, we'll be on so TNT. Yeah, Dateline. Keith Morrison. We'll be on yeah. fucking finally TMZ, meet Keith Morrison. Dude. No, here, here's what will <laughs> yeah. Here's what will get us on the map. Uh, we'll be recording a podcast with you guys, and then Chris Hansen's gonna walk in right behind you, Adam, and be like, "I'm Chris Hansen. Adam, why are uh-huh. you here?" <laughs> and you're like, well, yeah. "What? <laughs> yeah." Yeah, you remember in 1987 when you uh, you touched somebody? Huh. Hanson is uh, what? No, no, that just I was like, what? That was the first thing I could think of. It was the first year and the first thing I could think of. First year, even if it's how old were you in 1987? I was eight. I was gonna say you were touching. Yeah, touching. You were touching people at seven or eight. You know, in like the let's play doctor kind of way. Yeah, you gotta raise them. Well, you're not going around my kids anymore, so. Uninvited to our house. That's not Uncle Adam's here. No, he's not. Not <laughs> they anymore. Don't, no, no, first and foremost, they don't call me Uncle Adam. They could have, but now they won't. Yeah. Until you ruined it. <laughs> yeah, until you ruined it. Yeah. Ruined. By the way, even though we do this every fucking time, we're going to announce that we have Elizabeth we do. on the podcast. Hello. But I want to at least say welcome. Thank you to the podcast. Elizabeth is a well, she's a duo. She's part of another podcast called The Three of Us Are Dying. Uh, they have, they just posted two episodes. April, my voice is, <clears throat> I have a frog in my throat. She just posted two episodes, April 13th. They have two more episodes they posted in January. We've and got another coming out this week. And another one coming out this week and a host of other shit that she's into. So, Please, yay! tell um, us about the Demon Night Fest. Tell us about everything. Sure. Um, Demon Night Fest is a... Um, dark art and music festival that i am co-hosting conjuring conjuring, I conjuring. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm putting this together um <laughs> when i when people say I conjuring i either think about them like in a cauldron or like doing some like weird <laughs> like, like conjuring like, a spell, you know <laughs> it's, kind of a medi- it's kind of in the yeah. middle yeah there okay um, but yeah uh it's I, i'm doing uh, i worked on far out uh festival Really? Which is what? I don't and know what Far Out. That's a psychedelic music festival. Okay. And I just worked with people on that. And, and I had this idea that why don't we have a goth music festival like yeah. that would just go over so well here because yeah. we don't have anything like that. Yeah. So um, a friend of mine, um, his name is Taylor Dawson, who does the monthly goth night. She's lost control in East Nashville. I got with him and I was like hey would you be interested in doing this with me and putting together um a day fest and he was like hell yeah so Jamie wants a free ticket did. she told I don't me I want a free ticket I'll pay you though <laughs> which sounded neat well the on on her last podcast you all or one of the podcasts that I listened to they they were talking about like the the venue it has like a maximum of like 400 people, right? Yeah, and we've got like Six, almost 700 holy responses. Holy 700 so when, responses. Wait, so this is, like, is it? And where is it? So and this is May the 25th at Mercy Lounge. Oh. Say it again, This Devin. is really picked up. I, okay, so I thought this was like way in the beginning stages. You're already like, it has a date set and 700 people are going. Yeah, it's yeah a, we're almost you, a month Devin, out. Do your research. Just, just a little bit shy of a month and... 
That's so what's cool. it going to consist of? What's going to be in Mercy Lounge? So we will have um, our headliner is Relic. They're okay. an industrial, um, like a cyberpunk band from Ohio. Um, it, it's just a very rare occurrence for Relic to be yeah. anywhere in the South. So we're yeah. pretty stoked nice. for that. Um, Feline, if you've ever heard of her, she's she does synth pop. Say it again. Uh, fee lion, like feline. Okay. Fee, fee lion. lion. See what she did there? <laughs> I like that. She's so awesome, and yeah. she she's just kind of this multifaceted artist. Like she's she is artwork. Like you look yeah. at her and you're like, whoa, how do you even yeah. exist as a human? Like you're not human. Like she <laughs> just has all. She makes all of this cool stuff and cool clothes and does all these cool photo shoots, and then she's also a musician as well. So um, she's going to be there. Uh, Rose Clouds, which is um, industrial metal from North Carolina. Micah Moses and um, Ryan Holbrook. That's my girlfriend's for. Good dudes. From From North Carolina. I would love it. His girlfriend is so white bread, it's ridiculous. (laughs) I would love it. She, She is. Anna's the most white bread human I've ever met in my life. I would love it if you would play some synth pop and some industrial rock, and, or would you? Well, not industrial rock. What did you say it was? Well, it's like industrial metal. Industrial they, they call metal. It black industrial metal. Yeah, like turn the lights down, light some candles, and just play some just of this play shit. Play some rose clouds. and then make sure your video. Honestly, so she would probably. Well, be no, in no, I'm going in a different direction. I was going to say just get in there and like wreck each other, but. Oh, I wanted to see your reaction if she thought oh, it was yeah, nice. And honestly, she'd yeah. probably be kind of into it. She's a she's like really open minded to uh, to music and experiences, especially music. Um, she prides herself on going to Bonnaroo for eight years in a row, I believe. This will be her eighth year. Um, yeah, really? so so she's pretty excited for that. So she'll probably like that stuff. So this, what is it called again? Demon Night Fest. Demon Night Fest. Yes. Am and I right? And it's Demon okay. just like a music festival, right? With okay. Yeah, it's a music festival. Then we're also going to have some local artists nice. there. Um, Daryl Wayne is one of them. He does a lot of like... <laughs> Darker, spooky paintings, artwork. Who else? Let's think. Jeff Bertrand. Have y'all heard of him? Mm-hmm. He's a he's a local Nashville artist, and he does stuff along that route too. Pop culture, but just more of the darker pop culture. Like he just did some serial killer <laughs> artwork oh for God. some kind of serial killer. Oh my! Con Jamie, Jamie just goes got balls out for serial killers. Jamie just got wet. <laughs> He's a great artist. Oh my! She loves God. serial killers. I love Our murder. sponsor is Hale Dark Aesthetics um, from East Nashville. So they'll be on hand with a bunch of weird. Weird stuff shit. that they have. Weird yeah, so yeah. taxidermied stuff and ah. yeah, we have taxidermy. Um, Satanic Church of Nashville contact us to try to what get, the ooh, I was like we're, we're leaving religion out of this yeah really? but thank I you. appreciate it yes, <laughs> thank, you. thank you I, I appreciate, appreciate that. that I felt honored be be dark be and I mean Elizabeth and I both I mean coincidentally we grew up like in a Church of Christ school and you know we were inundated with with having uh, religion and, and, and spirituality like stuff crammed down our throat you know yes. I I definitely like when I was a Baptist, I felt like totally weird at church. You know what I mean? Like Elizabeth went like in the Betty Page direction. You know what I mean? <laughs> I went like, in the I get kicked out in junior year direction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't yeah. want to say that. I did. Gay. I did. Yeah. 
But yeah. but I graduated and went to college afterwards. Exactly. So. You know, but like she went in the like the edgy badass like direction and I went in the more like white bread like Anna direction. <laughs> Get a but degree. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I got a degree, I got a house, and I do nothing with my life in general. Uh I have no animals, like no real love or anything in my life. Uh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It's, it's Listen, funny how I that knew this episode was going to be dark. I didn't know it was going to go that dark, though. Yeah, <laughs> that like, dark. <laughs> yeah. Super like, depressing. His laugh. Yeah. So, yeah, it goes it really. <laughs> I, have a, great. I have a bit of a maniacal laugh. Uh, so with this. But it's. Hold on. Oh, I'm sorry, not done, fuck. damn it. Oh, uh, we, but it's funny because I love it when people do like really dark or like goth or or whatever type of stuff and they leave fucking religion out of it you know what i mean it's like it's okay to be like dark and edgy and have shit loads of tattoos and do all that kind of stuff and not be a satanist right you know what i mean like you don't and, and but everybody sees like that and they think about it you know what I mean? They just oh, assume. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot it, of stereotypical. Yeah. It's just <laughs> yeah. an, I know. I know you know Hello? this. Hello. Yeah. yeah. It's just an assumption. Anyway, Devin, now that you well, got done interrupting, what were you going to say? I already forgot what the fuck I was going to say. So. No, I was <laughs> going to say, uh, so the, the Demon Knights Fest, it's it's a lot of local Nashville like artists and stuff like that, other than the music side. Uh, you, you have a lot of Nashville sponsors and and uh, vendors and everything like that. That's really cool that you're bringing the, the localness into it, I guess. I love that about it because I think that's missing a lot in yeah. and what people put together here in, in most festivals and I don't you know, I real I had a lot of friends that I knew could bring their talents yeah, into this. Yeah. So it, it cool. worked out really well. And it's funny because uh, three of the bands are coming from Chicago. It it just seems like we're having this like Chicago fest. <laughs> yeah. It just coincidentally they happen to be. They all happen to all three be from Chicago. So that's pretty cool that you're getting people from outside the state. I mean, obviously this has gotten big. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty. Same neat. here. I'm really stoked for it. And next year you might have to get a bigger venue. Well, that's help. yeah. That's like what. Yeah. That's the dream. Yeah, yeah. that's the dream. I'll, although I'm very grateful for Mercy uh, Tyler Martinez that manages. Yeah. And books there. He's. Uh, I worked with him on Rocky Horror um, when I opened. I used to dance and mm-hmm. I opened for them twice. Um, last year and that's how i met him and he really he just hooked us up yeah with the the venue space and he's just been incredible just yeah. like oh, we want to bring sage and serpent tattoo in here to do flash okay we'll open the second bar so she's got a sink i'm like all right that's yeah. awesome yeah that's, that's great. so you cool. don't dance anymore you don't do burlesque anymore i haven't in probably eight months really Nine super months. multifaceted that's so. I, like burlesque modeling uh, does emceeing. I mean, she is doing the podcast. She's b- been a co-founder of Demon Night Fest and God knows what else. She has a movie. Is it a blog or another like a YouTube channel? Well, I, I you did, had I had the YouTube channel. Um, I did video governors for a while. Yeah, the, the movie review. And now. I can't say specifics about the network yet, but it's a local Nashville um, public access network here that my co-host and best friend Abby yeah. Law and I are uh, we're working on a uh, movie hosting, yes. horror hosting television show 
right now. Oh, that's, yes. that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. It's called yes. Movies yeah. After Dark. You've piqued my interest. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm officially then, aroused. The whole theme You is... say public access in movies, and I'm like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I got that. Yeah, um, a glass of whiskey, turn the lights down. <laughs> all right, let me leave first. Okay? <laughs> what? A glass of whiskey. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have to have whiskey. Yeah. I'm like Chris Stapleton. I mention whiskey at every podcast. He, it, it, Chris Stapleton mentions whiskey in every single song. That's a side note. Anyway. I don't believe it. He does. Virtually. I'll look that up. She's multifaceted, I though. believe it if Adam's she's, paying attention for the whiskey, the word. Yes. She's basically everything that we've ever wanted open box policy to be. <laughs> but better. <laughs> but, <laughs> and better looking. Yeah. Well, listen, <laughs> the fact that you're like a co-founder and co-host of this, um, this festival, I guess you would say, and it's taken off like this where it's like 700 members that's a pretty big deal to me i don't even yeah, know i'm so like, stoked for where it. did you where do you start for something like that as far as uh you had the idea and then you knew someone that could kind of take it to the next level i just want to know like the process if you can release any of that on how to how to really gain a- attention to that it comes with knowing people in the community yeah and knowing people in the music scene here that want to redirect things outside of the fluff country <laughs> that we're known for, right. yeah. you know, in Nashville. Fluff country? Yeah. St- I've never like heard that stadium term. Country. Like the Dirks Bentley oh, bullshit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... Eric Church, fuck that guy. <laughs> I can't stand that fucking guy. And who's that asshole that's on that, that TV show? Who he talks oh, like Luke, Luke, Luke Bryan? Luke. Oh, oh my god! That's stadium country worst. music right there. I can't even look at yeah. his right. face. On it's American just like honk, 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 honk. <laughs> I cannot. It's like a fucking goose. And I Keith can't Urban, stand it. who looks like I don't wow. know. Like, Thanks, talk Jamie. to your manager, lady. Talk yeah. to your but manager, he's a man. lady. Like yeah, yeah. Forgive us I for hijacking can't. you. You're fine. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. We we. But I've never heard fluff country. Well, that's what I call it, fluff country. So knowing these people that want to to help bring about a a change or a wave in in a different fest and for like-minded folks and and, and make it to where it's not – there's a problem here in the the goth scene where it's – they they split. Yeah. So there's your traditional goth kids – that are snotty, that are like, oh, here comes a, a normie into the club and they don't a, need to be here. A normie. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like, please, just don't. Like, welcome these people yeah. in here. We want these people in here. We want these people to have fun and see that this is different and this yeah. can be fun. So Taylor is of that mindset too, Taylor Dawson. And once we really started cranking out ideas, Abby Law, um, my best friend and my co-host and um, – co-host for the um movies after dark as well um she is that the name the of, show of the show movies, movies after, after dark? dark okay yes cool name uh thank you we couldn't come up with anything and when we came up with that and, and then we then we shortened it to mad we were like this is this is perfect <laughs> yeah <for> yes <laughs> yep <laughs> but uh abby ha- is just a great organizer and i am not yep me neither so she 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 just hopped on board and was organizing things for me and um putting down numbers and, yeah. and things and we, I realized that there were so many bands that would help us out for for next to nothing yeah 
because they want the same thing here. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, not so, only do they want to put to be a part not only do they like want to like put themselves out there as well, but they they want that that community feel between um, you know everyone there. So that's really cool. Right, right. And we we came close to having a really big headliner, and that fell through. Was it My Chemical Romance? No, <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's yeah. just Gerard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. 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 Just great so guess. Right. That was yeah. Close. No. And it was the Nine Inch Nails and My Chemical right. Romance. We're going to dual headline. <laughs> I, just, guest, I knew Trent K. Reznor and I picked up the phone and I was like, yeah. hey, hey, my dude. Yeah, Atticus <laughs> and Trent Reznor, they were all going to come down. Yeah. Yeah, you fucking dumbass. But, <laughs> yeah. um, this this was a, it is a synth wave act and it fell through. Just really poor communication with his management and we just couldn't wait any longer. Yeah. So we ended up with this chunk of money that we knew we were going to make in profits that we were going to pay this guy. Yeah. And we were, we thought, Taylor and I, why don't we just bring some people in here that we know rule, that we know are, are, are going to do well, and that we know will do this, you know, just for the love of it. Yeah. So that's where we pulled in six bands. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a really good way it to do it because you know they have the passion for it, you know. Yeah, they yes. want to be there, all for the same reasons that you're throwing this thing. So, yeah, that's so I'm, awesome. I'm happy. It's Relic, um, Future Unlimited, who are local, Rose Clouds from North Carolina, Panic Priest, Wingtips, and Feline from Chicago. That's very cool. So, it sounds fun. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. We're, we want to make this like the biggest party Nashville has yeah. ever seen. Yes. Yeah, that's cool. For sure. So this, uh, the movies go. after dark, uh, just kind of switching topics. Um, have you always been like a huge fan of of like the the thriller and, and horror movies? For sure. Um, I was left alone a lot as a child. <laughs> so so those are the <laughs> movies that you naturally drifted to. Right, right. That 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 that's the part of the the video store that I went to, yeah. and it was because it scared me. Box covers back then, people actually put thought into into it you know they wanted to make it scary even the shittiest films have the scariest covers so walking into the video store as a kid and going back into the horror section was just like oh like oh this stuff is terrible for me but i want to watch it so that's where where that came from nice and that's a big thing with halloween in my head is it's just it's almost like another world that you create with halloween you know this this creepy scary uh, yet fun world, you know, you get to dress up and, and, and be this cool stuff. But, um, yeah, I totally get where you're coming from right there. Well, Devin, I mean, tell her about you want to be a fucking sci-fi, sci-fi writer. Do you really? Oh, that's right. <clears throat> Phil yeah, Dick. he wants to do a sci-fi movie. Yeah, I, yeah. I've always wanted to break into film. Uh, I realize how far-fetched that is, but I've always wanted to be like a writer-director um, on a specific genre. I've always wanted to do like these these sci-fi ideas these really cool sci-fi ideas and uh and really bring them to life with the the screen kind of like philip k dick but um you know it can be dark it can be light sci-fi um so i kind of wanted to pick your brain on that have you do you have any cool sci-fi ideas uh they can be (laughs) horror level as well or uh thriller Mm, i've actually had a few and i've had a few scripts i've had one that uh i submitted to monkey paul a couple months ago and I thought I'd never hear anything from them 
like what would they want from me but I just did it I was yeah. just like I've ha- I have this sitting here yeah let me revise it and send it and they asked me to uh rewrite oh nice so, so like, I've done that yeah they like the first and draft it again obviously. so fingers crossed <laughs> that something happens with that but with with sci-fi in general unless you're working with someone who's really good in practical effects that can do it really cheaply mm-hmm. or you're working with a green screen you're limited really yeah. to what you can do on an indie level not to say that you couldn't but that that's my opinion i think uh, like i've said i've i've got a few ideas like tossed in my head that go along the lines of like sci-fi with Lovecraft Mm -hmm. overtones. So if you ever want to collab, let me know. It's happening. It's the beginning. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's happening. Are you big on, uh, because you like horror movies, are you big on practical effects? Are you okay with CGI or, or would you rather have practical over CGI? I think... CGI sucks. CGI can suck. CGI sucks. <laughs> Adam CGI. I, I'm a practical CGI. person. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be the name of the episode. CGI sucks. <laughs> those, those. Uh... I need whiskey. I'll be right back. <laughs> Are you serious? There's a fucking heart attack. Yeah. Talk to, talk to Devin about CGI. <laughs> so, uh, like Rick Baker, Tom Savini, Screaming Mad George, especially. Rob Botton, those people are my heroes. That's what I wanted to do when I grew up, and I, I actually ended up taking lessons for that. Um, oh, sweet! So you right after high school, yeah, you started taking like the the practical makeups and, and effects lessons and stuff like that. That's yes. really cool. Yes, and and I have a really good friend. Uh, his name is Gray Creasy. He actually went to school with Adam and I. That is an amazing practical effects artist and filmmaker. Uh, he's somebody that I could get you in touch with too. He's worked on uh, House of a Thousand Corpses, oh. and he worked on Buffy Dang. for a while. Okay, so. Man, uh, he's 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 good people. Um, he's a good guy, and he's he's a great uh, practical effects artist. But I think with I, I, I'm, I can't remember the name of the the documentary, but there's a documentary uh, that Keanu Reeves hosted, and it used to be on Netflix, and it was about the digital versus filming on digital versus filming on um film yeah well i mean uh, issue didn't they film matrix a digital yeah that's what i'm saying that's yeah. Why, yeah he was like at the forefront of all that stuff yeah and one of the things that uh christopher nolan says in that documentary it, it applies to the practical versus cgi too because he's he was talking about a those Keebler cookies that are chewy, but there's like really no reason that they should be chewy other than there's they're like pumped full of chemicals or <laughs> <Yeah>. something. <Right. laughs> and he That's was like, like, "These are awesome. Food. They're great, <laughs> but what's in them? You yeah, know, what made them exactly. this way? Is Any, it anytime you eat any food that has like this that really awkward consistency to it, you always know you're like they they this is like processed. <laughs> yeah, there's real. there's something yeah. so bad and toxic yeah. happening right there, but exactly. it's so good. Like this is wrong. <laughs> and, and so I think that way about CGI to an extent, especially at, like when it's done well, when there's when there's a good mix of things, when there's a mix of practical and CGI mm-hmm. and you don't lose your you don't lose the feeling that you're in that story and you're in that yeah. film with, you know, you're following it. That's wonderful. When it's 
have y'all ever seen Point Doom? I was just talking about this with Abby so. and another uh, No, what podcast. what is it? It's terrible. It's like this <laughs> What is it? Well, let's don't fucking talk about it's, it. It's, it's, it's this Richard Greco uh, Zach Galligan from Gremlins, Ice T is in it, Andrew Ooh. Dice Clay, like wow. all these these well, basically, actors. hold on. Basically, this is the type of movie that Devin's going to work on for the rest of his yep. fucking life. <laughs> no. yeah. This What's is a, it called? This it's is called a very Point Doom. Doom. Yeah. It's a terrible You say Richard Grieco, and I'm like, yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Ice tea. But the, 1989. There's a scene in it where Sebastian Bach of Skid Row, who was a bad guy. Oh, I heard you talking uh, about this movie on the podcast. And he, he, he's in this car fires, cars blowing up, but it, the CGI is so terrible <laughs> That it's hilarious when he's when he's dying and he's coming out and he's like ah and the 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 fires behind him but you can tell it's just like the superimposed right, fire. Yeah. That stuff makes that stuff makes the world go round to me. Like that's wonderful when it's so bad that it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and that I like. It has that, it has that a um, solid B movie. Yes, it kind of creates there's like a cult following it. with it too. It. There's some people in it and and wow, I there's the cast. Look at Ice T at the bottom. For this. Look at him. Looking like a badass with his gun. Yeah. <laughs> Looking to the right. side. Billy from Gremlins is a gangster. Ooh. Really? How Angie did that Everhart. Happen? Yes. Yes. Who looks terrible Devin, in that film, and she's beautiful. This is this is your future. This is my you future. We're gonna see movies, yeah. see sci-fi. Movies. Everybody <laughs> wants to work on fucking Star Wars, but you're gonna work on this. Right. Shit. You're gonna work on Point Doom yeah. Two. You'll be throwing like buckets of fake blood at people you know what i mean and then like digitizing this fake fucking fire behind like washed up singers hey, listen, because you know? these are the movies of the future okay everyone loves those b movies that are so terrible but they embrace that oh, they're they, terrible yeah, they do. take sharknado sharknado is like on there the sixth oh, installment yep. come on tell yeah. me take rocky fucking horror i mean for Ro- sure rocky fucking horror came out and i mean it was a fucking joke and it ha- it is such it, and i still to this day love it even though it starts off like really great and then gets really fucking weird you <laughs> know what Curry, i mean like man. rocky horror <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah He's the best. but i mean what? yeah there's so many movies that do that kind of weird shit uh yep. that did come out and they, they end get up getting this cult following, following. yeah yeah, yeah. Name some more cult movies. You know more cult movies. Oh, Name gosh. I, actually, you've... Cult movies along the same vein of Rocky Horror? Or just... Cult class pe- things. Cult, cult classics. Cult horror movies. Because yeah. uh, you follow us cult on our Instagram, movies. and I, I like see some of your posts, and a lot of those are, are movies that I've never even heard of, and you're like, yeah, this is a really? great movie. And I'm like, well, it looks really fucking scary. I've just never heard of it. Wow. Um, right now, and I'll say this because it's a VHS that I'm looking for, Street Trash is a wonderful, horrible horror film. Not even really horror film. Is that an autobiography about um, Adam's life? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, you douchebag. Street yeah. trash. Street trash. Yes, that's my yeah. one dig at Adam. Devin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have a mortgage. You can't say that to me. Stop Fuck it. you. <laughs> uh, that's one. Let's think. Uh, anything uh, Charles Band related, we could say. Uh, da, 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 da. There's actually a new subspecies coming out. Speaking of Charles Band, that's that's relevant. So when you were uh, talking subspecies, is a huge cult has a huge cult following. Subspecies, mm-hmm. nice. It's the the full moon Writing vampire this film. Down. <laughs> Jotting this Sub- on a piece of paper. Spe- How do you spell species? I'm just going to put spe and then c e e s subspecies. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> 
I have we went college to the same degree. school. I know. So when you were talking about I have had two stiff whiskeys and I might it, be Adam. a little sorry. You're like, Devin, I've please. had whiskey. I get to interrupt everyone. Shut the fuck Sorry, up. Sorry, Devin. When you were talking about this Sorry. documentary, first you said Keanu Reeves, who I love, and then you said Christopher Nolan, who's like my favorite writer-director ever, um, because he, he realizes the balance between practical versus CGI that you need, uh, and he tries to do his movies as practical as he can, but he knows that he has to have some CGI. So I think it, he yeah, does. I think like a good 60, 40 mix in movies is a, is a really good mix, but um, yeah, he's my favorite. What is your favorite? Let's just go classic horror movie. What is your favorite classic horror? What's your go-to? My go-to, it's actually the uh, anniversary today of the release of it. Dawn of the dead. Ooh, like the Romero's original Dawn, Dawn of the, of the dead. dead. Uh, I have three, Yes, I have three films that are I, I, like I I couldn't live without, and that would be Romero's Dawn, Evil Dead, and Evil Dead Two: Dead oh, by I Dawn. I love nice. Evil Dead. Evil Dead freaks me the fuck out. They thought it was some weird shit. It's so good. <laughs> I had an ex boyfriend make me watch it. And I was like, all right, whatever. And I was like, wow. Like, yeah. Have she mentioned this on one of her podcasts recently? She was she was basically talking about movies that are original and you were specifically speaking about Bloomhouse and A24 and and whatnot and you were you were kind of talking about what movie should have been I I think we've talked about this before I saw a movie that I to me was truly fucking terrifying the last time that I saw a truly terrifying movie was uh, uh the movie called The Entity uh you remember The Entity I do and, and like uh, the uh, the original uh, Exorcist. Oh, God, that's my first horror movie. Hereditary or heredit. However you Hereditary it. is what a Bloomhouse film should be. Well, I, in my opinion, I had never heard anything about it. I didn't really know a lot about it, so I got to go into it and be totally raw and just sit on my couch and enjoy getting the shit scared out of me. The things that happen in the background, the way that they film it, the voices, the noise, everything had me completely consumed. Yeah, it's awesome. And that's that's what I love. Really? Yeah, my husband, but he's weird. (laughs) I mean, he doesn't like, unless it's literally a bomb exploding within the first three minutes of a movie, he's (laughs) bored as shit. Yeah. Like, I I mean, it's just, but then he will pick something that, I don't know. He could he could pick a movie about a submarine. It could just be a video of a submarine for an hour and a half, and he'd be like, "This is the best," because he picked it. But <laughs> so it, your husband doesn't yeah. care about movies at all. He just wants. To. I, which really sucks for me because I love love movies. I love movies. I love murder a lot, and he doesn't really care about murder. Like I'm mur- I'm obsessed with murder. So she's obsessed with serial killers and murder. I'm going to Crime Con in New Orleans yeah. in June, and Damn. it's going to be the best four days. I know. It's like four days of all crime podcasts, <laughs> and Keith Morrison's going to be there. The Dateline crew, 48 Hours, is going to be there. Chris Hansen. Oh, he's not going to be there. Keith Morrison, like Keith the, Moore. He's not going to be the there. One who's like, he, he is he my, dead? yes, he's my yes. celebrity I want to meet before <laughs> he dies, because he'll die before me, Was most likely. Was he bleeding? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he has a whole Instagram account. Of, he has a whole you Instagram. found him in the trunk? I love him. Tell me more. Was murder. he breathing? Yeah, I love him. Uh, what so, people don't know about Keith Morrison murder. is during those interviews, he has an erection he the entire time. 
Yeah. Oh, no. He's, he's, he's rock fucking hard <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. All right. So last night I texted Glenn at work and I said, can I please come over to your house? Like speaking of what, you know, Jamie was talking about her husband and like being totally ridiculous. I ended up going over to their house. We have a few drinks. We enjoy ourselves. But you fast forward to right around the time that Jamie went to bed, which was like. One, one thirty-ish. Yeah. I got over there like eleven thirty. I mean, it's not like we were yeah. up forever, you know. But it's it's not like it's not like we wore Jamie down to a nub. You know what I mean? Like it was we, close. It was yeah, it was close. We were having a good time. So I Glenn and I start he you can tell her husband is one of these guys that once he starts going down a slope, it is like a snowball effect. He wants more and more and more and more and more and more. And he wants to go until the sun comes up. And Adam doesn't really help that situation. He does do, has been doing good in the past with just leaving when yes. you're supposed to. Yes. But there's been many a times the two of them stay up until the sun basically comes up. Drinking, drinking, drinking. Yes. Because uh, we can't stop. They can't stop. So I, I like straddled this horse of a fucking dog they have named Hank. And I'm grabbing onto Hank's jowls and i i don't even know what time of the morning this is i'm grabbing his jowls and i'm like <laughs> you know like i'm messing around with him and i took my right hand and i kind of i kind of slapped him in the side of the head and he started wagging his tail and he was having a good time because you know dogs are just they're made out of like adamantium right? yeah. you could throw a dog off a you could throw a dog off a fucking cliff and it'll get up and wag its tail and it'll come over and ask for more yeah, bro. it's just especially just weird with my dog i just kick him down the stairs every now and then it's just all the yeah, time he doesn't have yeah. any broken ribs or anything I get exactly. It. Yeah, they're just made out. Of, they're they're made out of rubber. You know, it's one or the other. No, it's I, either the most. Good. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. I, I know what you mean. So though. I, you can like rough house with yeah, a dog, and they I'm basically love it. trying. I'm trying to to mull over the fact that I was abusing this dog. <laughs> so I, I slapped him in the side of the head, and he thought it was funny. So I slapped him in the side of the head again, and I grabbed his jowls, and I was squeezing him, and he was loving it. So Glenn was like, "Maybe he's into pain." <laughs> Maybe he's in a pain. So Glenn put his hand out and he kind of slapped him in the side of the head. What the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> just, just wait. Like what and, the fuck? And, and I started laughing. And, and, and you're doing that kind of thing where you're just kind of grabbing your nose and you're pushing it out of the way. So I did it. I like grabbed his nose and I pushed it out of the way and I grabbed his ears and he was he was just getting into it. He was loving every fucking second of it. So Glenn was like, I think my dog's fucked up. I think he's in a pain. And he goes smack and he smacked him in the side of the head and 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 Hank got all excited about it. So I was like, oh, man, I think he's into pain. We're we're not hurting him. We were just goofing off with him. I think he's into pain. Let's let's touch him gently. Let's I highly doubt you We were do. joking. We were joking around with the dog. Yeah. You know, know, you grab, like, all the scruff on a dog's neck and, like, you know, you're just, you're, we're, we're messing around with this. With, rough play. Yeah, we're rough play. Okay. Maybe you should yeah, say that. Hey, it sounds like you guys are openly just Yeah, like, you're right. It sounds like you guys are, like, punching my dog we and we're, then laughing about it. Yeah, yeah, we Which were. Which Glenn wouldn't do. He yeah. loves that dog more than me, So we're, we're basically rough playing with the dog. And then randomly, as I'm laughing my ass off, because Glenn says, like, yeah, I think my dog's into pain, Jamie comes blowing out of the bedroom. Hell yeah, I did. Sticks her head out. She's like, McCready, it's 2.30. And then <laughs> just disappears again. It was like, she just stuck her head out. She was like, McCready, it's 2.30. Poof, and went back in. And I was like, time to go, yep. man. Adam, Adam, Adam knows that. Oh, I knew. I could, yeah, when it gets too One late. more hour? Yeah. One more hour, and she would have lost her Shit. fucking. Fuck one yeah. more hour, 30 more minutes. Fuck yeah. We have a two-year-old and a seven-year-old. I was going to say, they've got kids, Adam. Yeah. 
Oh well, you should. You should. You and know, you should do. You should go back and listen to the to the um, episode about my son's second birthday. Mm. <laughs> what did you, you should, do? He the got name, shit faced. The name of the episode yes. is "Happy Second Birthday." Adam is wasted. Yeah, he got shit. It was. It was. I awful. love it. I love it. Your yes. husband got shit faced too. Thank you. Well, then maybe he was celebrating the birth of his son. But what was your excuse? <laughs> celebrating the birth of celebrating, your son. celebrating the birth your of your son. Not your son. You don't get to. <laughs> you don't basically. get to get shit faced on my son's birthday. Only I and Glenn can get shit faced on our kid's birthday. If yeah, we but want you to. couldn't get shit faced because we were shit faced. I know exactly, right? <laughs> somebody <laughs> had to drive. Yeah. <laughs> and keep the somebody, kids alive. <laughs> yeah, somebody had to keep the kids from dying. Make sure my son didn't have bad <laughs> memories on his second birthday. No, Adam and Gwen, Daddy are fine. They're just fine. The kids loved it. She Elizabeth has two kids. How old are your kids? Eight and ten. Eight and ten. Yeah. We were talking about that when you were. Oh wait, doing do, do your oh, kids yeah. like horror stuff too? They do. Ooh, and passing the uh, torch. There, there's a, a lot of things that they can't see yet that I don't. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't allow. You, yeah, you yeah, don't want uh, them to be introduced to uh, that much gore yet. Right. Well, the honestly, the gore and 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 that like they're so used to me. They've been with me on sets uh, working practical effects, and they've. They they know they're they're so they've been so immersed in that yeah. through me that they're they know how things are made yeah yeah, yeah. so so in, in in that respect they're real that doesn't phase them yeah uh it's the sex yeah that bothers me yep so if if there's like a, a high a, a high boobage <laughs> level in a film Is that how they that, that's that's out the window yeah. that's how high I read boobage. it yeah, yeah. so <laughs> like, yeah you're a mom of two I boys yeah they're, they're on wonderful with, with most yeah. things but they're kind of my boys are kind of a it's my fault because I'm emotionally immature so that I've kind of passed that on to them so <laughs> they, they just can't handle it but um yeah it's really cool too to be able to share a lot of that with with them and and they are super into yeah. it yeah. so so that's good. when yeah. when we first talked about bringing you on adam was talking about yes yeah, you know she loves horror movies and stuff like that i wanted to get your opinion and this kind of goes with uh your last podcast episode do you think today's horror movies as a whole Suck. we've run out of imagination or we've run out of, riv- of original ideas that we just have to like go back to remakes because you have the halloween no. remake that came out last year you have the child's it's play disgusting. that's coming out uh, I mean, still disgusting, right? and I should be in it for Hamill, and I'm not. I uh, just, I'm disgusted by it all, and it could be wonderful that that new uh, Child's Play, but I, why I'm just, though? Like, why even do it? I get, I get remakes on, on a thing level. Yeah, like Ooh. like the thing, the, the fly. On. You think like about things that. Or a I, that, like a that are reinvented prequel. like yes. that. Yeah. Carpenter's The Thing is still one of my favorite yes. movies. Did you like we the remake? We watched this together. No. Okay. God, no. All right, thank but you. I, but The Thing is actually a remake from another film. Oh, no, there was like an original right. The Thing. Yeah. And, and then then that then The Thing was remade or whatever. Or I don't know if that was a remake. Like remorphed. Necessarily, yeah. but yeah, yeah. it's stupid. Um, but... I think that it's warranted in some situations. The remake, remake, for sure. Oh, explain this with the thing. Think about that. How that was just a dumb. Wait, wait. Are you talking about 2011? The thing? No, I'm talking about John Carpenter's The Thing. What? How that that was an actual remake. That was him taking a story and being such a Howard Hawks fan, and and redoing this into some 
something that it could have never been back in the whatever that film was in the yeah. late yeah 50s early 60s gotcha. i don't know but um think about uh cronenberg's the fly mm-hmm. and how that was yeah. reinventing mm-hmm. something that was cheesemo and yeah and ridiculous Admittedly, I, I mean still good but i prefer the gold bloom exactly fly. so it's warranted in some situations but i think that hollywood and production studios in general want money over anything mm-hmm. that that oh, money yeah. far surpasses art far surpasses originality mm-hmm. so they know that let's say pet cemetery oh yeah that's another it, one. that's a cash cow train that's a that's a money train there yeah. you know i heard it was awful it's terrible yeah just disgusting. I didn't even want to see it. I love the first one. And I heard it wasn't good. It's I, disgusting. Me too. But I love the first one so much I didn't even want to see. So, well, uh, I mean, I think that none of them are faithful to the book. No. Really. And, and, and really, like, I think about it, and especially it couldn't be, but, and, and really the, the miniseries or made for TV two parter of right. it. Isn't that great? If you go back to it and you revisit it. Yeah. But Tim Curry makes it. Yeah, for sure. Tim Curry makes it. I think that there's so many original scripts out and things being shopped out that just aren't going to get made because studios don't want to put money behind it because they don't want to lose money. Right. They don't want to take that leap. And and that's, yeah, that's the story of Hollywood in general. And think about it like back in the, the original era of of horror movies like true horror movies i'm thinking of like you know late 60s through maybe the the late 80s or something like that all of these you know cult classics um they had to take like a like a leap of faith on those because nothing has ever been done like that you know but people for sure loved it and now the big thing is okay what are we going to do for like a new age of horror we're just going to remake these old movies you know yeah there's a few hidden gems that that um have finally surfaced over the past few years that that have come from like the past 10 years decent films that weren't widely distributed that were that were wonderful i think of stuff like have you ever seen the alchemist's cookbook i've heard of that actually i've heard of it yeah it's so good and it was just made on a, a shoestring budget absolutely no name like production or anything actors or no 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 big production nothing it's a kid out in a trailer in the woods for an hour and a half Mm -hmm. basically wonderful film and and it's it's stuff like that that you have to dig for but once you do and you find things like that have y'all seen it follows of course and you mentioned this on your podcast it follows speaking of of virtually no budget but the the way that they filmed it was beautiful and the way that they made you uncomfortable in the way that they filmed it the the lights the colors you know the, the you talked the about the seasons of, of the seasons and the mishmash of the the decor <clears throat> even and the clothing and yes and, and you everything. don't have any idea what time it is no because that there's shell whatever that yeah, was yeah there's like a seashell phone, phone that she's using but then there's old car everyone drives old cars but they're they're wearing modern clothing have, gotcha. one has an iphone at the beginning yes it's, it's so and that's what's so fantastic about these things is they they don't need 
all that period specific bullshit. They just kind of make this film they and they their throw, own universe. They right. throw and they throw off your senses. Our senses are heightened. They're more heightened and coincidentally at the same time dulled due to the way that we engage with technology now. I mean, we we have heightened and dulled senses. <laughs> Whoops. Whoa. At the same time. <laughs> Sorry. I've had one too many whiskeys. Yeah. Uh, and like that movie, It Follows, she mentioned it on her podcast. I absolutely love have that movie. Have you seen Let the Right One In? <gasps> yes. That well, one is also well, beautiful the, and terrifying. The original film. I absolutely love. Yeah, the original yeah. is good, but I I have a problem. I have a problem with subtitled movies because well, I the, stare at the fucking yes. subtitles. They take you yeah, out I'm of just, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just no, like staring at the subtitles and not watching the movie. I, I saw know. the original before. I saw the one with whatever her name is, Chloe Hit something. Girl. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I love Cl- the original. Chloe, uh, Grace Moretz. Yeah, I'm. I don't love si- subtitles, but there are certain movies that I will watch with subtitles because they're so freaking good that you just get sucked in. I agree. Pan's Labyrinth. Yes. Uh, there was, uh, there is another subtitle. Oh, Amelie. Not Amelie. Yeah, Amelie. Love Amelie. I'm getting off the horror track. Just movies that are subtitled. Like, there are some movies that are just film, so gorgeous that you have to watch them. Yeah. But I find it difficult because I'm constantly just staring at the subtitles. Yeah. And I find it difficult for me to treat them as a subtitle. I'm not looking at the movie. Mm. You're not appreciating um, the movie because you're you're too busy reading. Yes, yeah. I get it. Thank well. you for thank you for restating exactly what I just hey, said. You know, some people uh, they don't have the uh, intelligence that you do uh, at, at the certain <laughs> height that you do. So, I, what I are you trying to say down. about our audience? I have to dull it down. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm really trying to <laughs> yeah. say something about you. You shouldn't even be on this podcast, really, because you know, uh, Jamie and I are smart. way down here, and We're then way you're way up you. there. So you're right. Man. That's it. You're right. I I've literally I'm I am I fucked this whole thing up. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if we were to bring Elizabeth on and just do open box policy with us and then you're out. How far yeah. our podcast could reach? Two oh, chicks in yeah. one dick. That <laughs> yeah, would be. That's, we would rename yeah. it Two Chicks in One Dick. And we'd still yeah. do it at Adam's house, so he would have to listen exactly. to Exactly. <laughs> I would have to I would have to quietly sit downstairs and not use my fucking internet or anything so we could make sure you'd that we had to hook up the computer for us as yeah, well. Yeah, I would have to set it all yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So Good Elizabeth, plan. if if someone, so all of the remakes and everything, all of that trash these days. If someone wanted to get a taste of what you're into with a widely released horror movie within the past like five or so years, what would you consider them watching? Hmm. What are some like new horror movies that have been released in theaters? that you really liked and that you thought was original or, or really good, good story? I don't uh, I don't think it's necessarily horror, but um, The Endless. Oh. It came to Belcourt. I think it's on Netflix now. It I don't is. Think, what is it? I don't think I've heard of it. It's just a great... Uh-oh. It's a good Adam's, movie. Adam's the ending is... was the ending. Well, don't ruin the ending because some of us may want to watch it. What's well, it about? Well, see, what happens is... They all fall in love. Everybody gets to eat, and they're happy. There's a cornucopia. There's fruit that falls out of it. And, yeah. The only problem with the movie, though, is it has subtitles. 
<laughs> yeah, it, it has English subtitles for the English language. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. And it's just to throw throw you off. It just throws your senses off. All What's the time. it about? What's it about? It's about uh, these these two a men cult. that are that have left a cult, mm, okay. and they're going back to kind of revisit things and make sure that this is not where they want to be. Yeah. And things just kind of get heavy. I'm gonna well, have to write that I, down. The way you, exp- I, I would explain it. I would explain it differently than that. I would explain it differently than that. Just to give someone a morsel, they were in a cult, and they left the cult a long time ago. Right. And they start to receive st- things and receive packages, and they start to see You're pictures. Away, Adam. Huh? You're giving it away. No, I'm not. I'm gonna Adam reviews movies, yet he's well, of course you will. He <laughs> just tells it everything yeah. that happens. Stop. Shh. Yeah. Stop talking about it. You're gonna ruin Darth it. Darth Vader is Luke's father. He dies in the end. Or does he? Or does he? <laughs> That's <laughs> what yeah. you can reveal the entire plot to a movie, and you can just question whatever you say at the end, and then people will never get it. Or <laughs> does yeah. he? Bum, bum, bum. Like, or does he? Yeah. It's it's weird. They they start to to think to themselves, maybe we shouldn't have left, and there are some weird things going on. And they that go back to the cult. We can't explain. Oh, well, it's maybe really really good. And and that those two filmmakers did another film that I absolutely love. That's of the of the Lovecraftian strain. Mm-hmm. It's called Spring. Spring. So check that out too. For sure. Yeah. I was hoping that's a, that's you would really you would kind of go into the direction of uh, what Jordan Peele is trying to do. I think with Jordan Peele, I absolutely love what he's trying to do, but I think he misses the mark, or he has with these past two films. In what way? I, 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 I Podcast think... over. <laughs> Adam loves. You disagree Jordan with Peele. Adam. <laughs> I think that you're done. Your history. He has wonderful ideas. And he has wonderful execution of these ideas. I haven't seen his But he one. doesn't know how to wrap up these ideas. Gotcha. Okay. okay. I can agree with so that. He that's doesn't that's my problem with Jordan Peele. This is, this is Us. You love that? This is Us. That's a TV show. That's a TV show. <laughs> you mean Us? Us? Just us. film? Yeah. Wait. Okay. No. What, what was the... I mean, get, get out. out. Wow. Took you a bit to get there, huh? Yeah. I love This Is Us. Yeah. That was <laughs> Manny Moore is great. <laughs> yeah. I meant... <laughs> Get out. Yeah, it was a great... Uh, <laughs> you made me uncomfortable. Oh, whoops. I oh pulled my, my headphone out of my hair. God damn it. Uh, no, I loved Get Out. I loved it. It was original. It was something that... I mean, it was something that I had never seen before, even though it was very race relations heavy, which I don't mind. It wasn't It wasn't what? in your face. That's okay. what I liked about it. Everyone, The, the way everyone reviewed it, I thought it was going to be... The whole movie was going to be about race and it well, I thought it was just going to be this giant spectacular the best the, the second coming of uh Raimi like it was it was everybody just talked this up to be just amazing and when I went to go see it at the theater get out I left just like no well see and just, that's what no. separates you and I I didn't get I didn't get a lot of feedback and I didn't I didn't pay attention to a lot of it I just went in and I saw it Clean, clean slate. So then you were surprised. And, and I exactly yeah. I formulated my own ideas. Hereditary. 
how I formulated my own ideas. And I'm afraid if someone, if everyone would have told me like, oh my, it's terrifying or whatever, I would have probably thought differently about it. Uh, there's a lot of movies that I, that have been ruined for me because people have said, oh, it's amazing. And then I've gone into it and been like, this is a, this this is is a shit. Bullshit. Yeah, it's mediocre. Yeah. Uh, you saw us, right? Mm-hmm. We have, you need to leave. It's 7.30. <laughs> Yeah. I'll just say a few more minutes. Okay. All right. Well, well tell us what you thought about us, it. and then we'll we'll wrap up and free yeah. you from this. Uh, this we'll podcast. free you from the bondage <laughs> of being at my home. Casa de Sanderson. Yeah, Casa de Sanderson. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'll be what my Netflix documentary is called. Shit. Casa de oh Sanderson. My. Yeah. I can't wait to we watch f- it. Be you just sitting on the couch by yourself with no one to love you. Fuck oh, you, Jamie. <laughs> yes. Fuck you, you asshole. Yes, I love it. Uh, uh, oh, oh. Stop acting like you're nice to me. Continue. I called her honey and sweetie like three times today. Got why you do I? Water. Why would I, I like got you that? Water. I don't like being called honey and sweetie. And you caressed well, her tough leg. shit, you're in my home, honey. Ooh. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, let's revert over to Elizabeth before you guys start fighting. That was funny. Don't touch me. <laughs> yeah. Ask, yes. ask her more questions. Well, no, I was just going to ask her, like, what did you think about, about us? us? What do you think of the future of these thriller films that Jordan Peele is really uh, going into the direction of? I think he took he, – he's taking risks. Mm-hmm which I love, and I think that if he continues in this direction, the sky's the limit for what he could do. Now he's got some major funding behind him. He also uh, pr- That's uh, where he's he, he go produced back. Yeah. Black the- Klansman. Yes. Yeah. Black which Klansman. is a Bloomhouse the- production, which doesn't even make sense because yes. it's a great film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, how did that happen? I yeah. think a lot of times when they get the funding is when they start pouring money into effects or music or whatever and then it starts to get a little tainted it gets dull you didn't like us i I actually loved us up until the end okay and And then she didn't like get out i was just like i I checked out at the end yeah get out almost the same thing except i didn't love it as much yeah but i didn't i didn't hate it yeah i'm if i can be the biggest snob about film it, that you've ever seen especially well, in your that knowledge genre. about it is like the thriller it, it's, and, yeah. yes yeah so I, I i have a lot of respect for jordan peele and i think he's a brilliant man and i think he's come a long way from second city comedy to making something like us right, yeah. you know yeah, for sure so i i have high hopes for him he's one that i'm actually hopeful for uh for seeing what he does in the future nice all right well um Let's uh let's get you out of here, Elizabeth. Um, you got the uh, fuck. I forgot it again. Demon Night, Demon Fest. What is it? <laughs> Demon Night, Demon Night Fest. Demon is there a Night website Demon, yeah. somewhere okay. people can you go? had it all. Yeah. You just didn't yeah. put it together. Uh, put there's it all together. my website. It's horrormetalpunkgirl.com. Okay. It's also uh, on Demon Nights on Facebook, just as Demon Night Fest. When is Demon it Night again? Festival. Uh, May, May 25th. the 25th, and we're on Instagram, <laughs> the Instant Grams yes. as well. How much are tickets? Do you have? Uh, right now, on the pre-sale, they're $18, I believe, okay. and they'll jump to 22 and within a few weeks. All right. Tell the listeners Any... about your podcast. Sorry to keep cutting you off, Adam. That's all right. Oh, uh, podcast, The Three of Us Are Dying. That's me and my best friend, Abby, 
and uh, you can also find that on the Instagrams. We're on Podbean, and we're on now on Spotify, and uh, we'll announce through that and through other social channels uh, when the first uh, airing of the show will be awesome. and the network. Very cool. Awesome. Thank so, you very much for stoked. coming. Thank you. You were such a fun me. and knowledgeable and unique guest. Told you. <laughs> I told you. Don't take credit. I fucking told. It's she's her. my high school friend. <laughs> okay. Adam was the only, and I say this seriously, was the only football player that I had any actual respect for mm. at all at wow. that school. Wow. That paints a whole mm. new picture of Adam right there. Not to me. Adam's a good dude. I, ah, dude. <laughs> I'm that's, that's why he brought her on. That is why he brought yeah. her on. He's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Here's $20. Say I'm, I'm just a good guy. Yeah. It costs way more than $20, bro. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thank you for coming on, Elizabeth. It was great. Yes. We thank hope you to have you on much. again for me. sure. Of course. Um, yeah, for sure. Check we out, appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. Check out the, the Demon Knights Fest and, and her podcast. Uh, this is Devin. This is Adam. This is Jamie.